0: What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of the Resilient Body Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Anika, the not so typical chiropractor, and today we're talking about three tips to help your low back tightness that aren't stretching. All right. So today's episode is inspired by I've had a great deal of low back pain patients in the office recently. Some of them have pain. Some of them are just experiencing chronic low back tightness. They've tried stretching, massage, rolling it out, all the things. Nothing really helps it get better. And everything's pretty much every, you know, temporary relief. So in this episode, I want to discuss with you a little bit about low back tightness and how tightness can mean weakness and give you three tips that help you with your tight low back that has nothing to do with stretching. All right, so let's get started. Tip number one. If you know me, you probably already know what I want to say. Number one thing we got to do is breathing. I see so many fast and dysfunctional breathing patterns when people come into my office and I lay them on the table to assess their breathing. More people are breathing with their chest. We have more people breathing out their mouth instead of using their nose. And because of this, they're not belly breathing. They're not using their diaphragm. Our diaphragm is a muscle and we have to train it like such. And the best way to train it is to move it. We need it to contract. We need it to release, right? Where our diaphragm moves and does that when we take deep diaphragmatic breaths. We got to start with the breathing because after we try to build something on a dysfunctional breathing pattern with a dysfunctional breathing pattern, then we're not truly reaching our full potential. If we know how to change our breath, then we know how to get stability, and then we know how to breathe through certain activities, whether that's lifting, whether that's just um, diaphragmatic breathing to calm your nervous system down, whether we're doing some breath work in yoga. There are different breathing strategies depending on what activity you're doing, but overall, if we understand our breath and how to use it, then we're able to create good and functional breathing patterns, all right? Now... For someone who is working on their breathing, the biggest thing is we got to make sure we're breathing in through our nose, making sure that our diaphragm has been able to move and that we are creating a 360-degree breath, all right, which means our belly should be expanding, our rib cage out to the side should be expanding outward or laterally, and our back should also be expanding, okay? A 360-degree breath, making sure that we're able to create that pressure, and then later on, we'll talk about how you can stabilize that pressure, also known as intra-abdominal pressure, okay, creating that 360 de- 360 degree breath allows you to really start working on your core, activating it and using it along with the rest of your limbs. Once you got your breathing down, we move on to core stability. Second tip: core stability. Okay, we can't create proper core stability without first creating the proper breathing pattern, okay? If not, that leads to things like sucking in our stomach or holding our breath when we're trying to stabilize our body. That's not how stability is meant to be had. If you're someone who's been to different workout classes and a trainer or an instructor has, has encouraged you to suck your stomach in or hold your breath while you're doing something, they are giving you the wrong cues. I want you to take this information today and... Add this into your workout. Make sure that you are breathing properly and creating core stability with proper bracing while you're doing whatever activity you want to do. All right. The definition of stability is being able to withhold or withstand motion. All right. We have our core muscles, which are made up of so much more than just our six pack, our sexy six pack muscles. Okay. it includes our diaphragm, it includes our obliques, it includes our back, it includes our pelvic floor. All of these muscles, not only are they expanding when we're breathing, but also we need to learn how to activate and use them to create core stability, okay? I'm going to tag all these exercises at the bottom of the show notes, but one way and one exercise that I provide to patients to help with their core stability is the dead bug movement. We need to be able to brace and stabilize our core while we move our limbs around it. That's essentially what we're doing all day. When we walk, when we sit, how are we engaging our core? And how is that translating to the rest of our body? In this dead, bud movement, dead bug movement, we're laying on our back. We are pushing our back into the floor. And the way that we're doing that is by engaging and bracing our core. Our back is pushing into the floor. If you need a little bit of help with feeling that, we can put a towel on our low back where the arch is. But as our back is pushing into the floor, we are breathing. We're bracing and engaging our core, that deep core muscle, also known as our transverse abdominis, And then we are dropping one leg and the opposite arm down at a time. All right. One of the most compensates most, I guess what I'm trying to say. One of the ways that people compensate the most is by arching their back every time they drop their leg down because they don't have the proper core stability, nor do they have the proper hip mobility in order to Brace one part of their body, which is specifically their trunk, and then drop one leg, all right? So if you notice that you're compensating by arching your back with every breath or every time we drop one leg down, take it slow. Start with just marching or honestly just start with just holding your legs in the air with your back flat. Like I said, I will tag all these movements at the end of the episode notes. Moving on to the third and final tip, but it's definitely not least, is spinal stability and load. Your spine is strong as fuck, it's resilient as fuck, and it needs to be able to withstand load. We do so many load activities throughout the day, but we never train for it. We don't want to push those heavy weights. You don't want to put something that heavy on our back. We don't want to bend over and pick up something heavy. But primarily it's because we don't have proper spine stability techniques and we don't know how to load our spine properly. Now that comes with training, that comes with form technique, people looking at how you move. But one of the best ways to create responsibility, not only is through our core and making sure we're engaging and breathing properly, but it's also making sure that our QL, our back muscles are strong enough to withhold whatever you want to do with them. Okay. Most of the time when people come into the office for low back pain, they're pointing at their back, they're holding their back or their QL muscle because it's so tight. It's filled with so many trigger points that they try to massage out, stretch out, dig out, and nothing has really changed. The issue is we've been chasing those symptoms, those trigger points, instead of fixing that root cause, when reality is your QL, those low back muscles, are trying to create spinal stability for you because you're not using other muscles to help you with that. So they take on the slack, they tighten up, they develop trigger points to help protect you and keep you safe, which is what the goal is. That's what the goal of our body is. That's what our brain tells our body to do. It's a great mechanism to have, but we have to start addressing the root cause to make sure that those trigger points go away. And our body doesn't feel like, oh, I need to kick this muscle in and this muscle in in order to help you do whatever you want to do, to help you pick this thing up. When your glutes should be helping you, where we should be screwing our feet into the floor, where our back should be stable, our spine should be stable and straight. So, one way that we can work on those tight muscles, which you've probably been massaging out, let's work on strengthening them. Let's work on engaging them. Tightness can also mean weakness. And instead of stretching out those tight QLs, let's work on them. One of the moves that I give my patients to help with their entire lateral line, so that QL, that low back muscle, and also bringing in their glute, their core, is the side plank from their knees specifically i start there see how that looks and if there we can progress it to something a little bit more challenging but being in a side plank position allows you to load up that ql while still maintaining stability in our spine or a straight spine this can help reduce tension this can help reduce that tightness that you're feeling with those trigger knots All we did was we adjusted our movement, we incorporated stability and breathing into the mix, and from that, we start to feel reduced tension in our body, that our low back doesn't feel as tight, that we can actually move and we feel safe to bend over and pick things up. These three tips, breathing, core stability, and spine stability and load are the three ways that you're going to reduce that low back pain without stretching. Now, I want to make something clear just a little bit of clarification. I'm not saying that stretching is bad, but I'm saying it's not the only answer. And if it is an answer, it's only the first part. We can stretch something tight all day, but some things are tight because they're weak because they need to be worked on. They need to be engaged and taught how to fire in the right order. All right. So Make sure that if you are someone who's been dealing with this low back tightness and you've been trying to stretch it away and you haven't really noticed changes, you've only been getting temporary relief, then I want you to add these things into your movement routine. Add that breath, add that core stability, add spinal stability, and load yourself up. That is how you're going to get back to living your life pain-free without low back pain, all right? If you want to take it a step further, if you're looking to get assessed specifically about what you got going on in your body and what you got going on in your low back, then I want you to click the link in the bio, schedule a free consult call. Then you can hop on the phone, take a chat, figure out what your goals are, where you at, and where you want to be, all right? As always, I hope that you found this episode super valuable, all right? My goal is to help you move better, feel better, and be resilient. I'll holler at y'all in the next episode.